a seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.23, The Unraveling, where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. India, November. Chapter 33. Elaine joins Harry in the fray and agrees to help him past Aurora's wall of thorns. Dresden makes it to Aurora just in time to witness Lily turn back from stone, and manages to stop Aurora from making her a sacrifice at the stone table. Dresden lets loose his secret weapon against Aurora and stops her from upsetting the balance between summer and winter. Stupid Harry Dresden, so tall, bad depth perception, thinks it's going for his neck. It's going for the floor. Dude, you're fine. So okay, you're so dramatic. Okay, but this really doesn't make sense, this scene. Like, okay, so yes, so... You know, we finish off the last chapter with her plummeting the spear at his unprotected throat, and then it lands, like, poof, right next to his head. Why? So we find out in a second, because then she peels off the helmet, and lo and behold, it's Elaine. Ugh! And, yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm glad to see you. And she's like, Ugh, you always wear dead. But I'm like, okay, if it had been a magic spear, an enchanted spear, or something, if it had had something to do with slicing apart this spell, or... But it doesn't. She stands there, wiggles her fingers, murmurs sayonara, and all of a sudden, right? So I was like, were you, like, are you just dumb? Were you just being overly dramatic? Like, why did you need to drive this spear down, like, inches from his face? And then be like, gee, Harry, I'm here to save you. What's your problem? Because Elaine's fucking nuts. just (laughs) spear next to it. Well, I know, but that's what. (laughs) She is fucking nuts. You know, like, she just does a little Samanyana thing and gets rid of it. And I'm like, I don't. I, I, why, why, why? Why? Dramatics. Dramatics. But yeah, so you can't really blame Harry for being all because, (laughs) you know, there seemed to be no, you know, it's not like there was something else. You know, not, not like, not like in the movies where like the Robin Hood type character like, it looks like they're aiming at you, and then they end up cutting, like, the rope through your noose or something, or, like, you know what I mean? Or there's, like, a big tentacular alien, like, right over your shoulder, and you think they're, like, or, or Murphy and the werewolf, you know? Yes, but, but like, that Butcher makes... really likes ending his chapters on a cliffhanger. As everybody does. Every as, single one. <laughs> as as most good novelists do to keep you hooked, and, and well, I can't put the book down now, I just gotta read the next chapter. But from Elaine, like I say, right, I, unless it's like, almost is like one of those stupid things, like, you know how we talk about in the movies, like, you'll see somebody like sneaking around or they'll like duck around a corner and hide. And it's like, sure, from the viewpoint of the camera, they couldn't have seen you. But in real life, if you're just walking down the hall, you absolutely would have been in full view. We just didn't see you because the camera doesn't have peripheral vision. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's one of these things where I'm just like, it's, yeah, I, I get the climax and the, oh my God, what's going to happen? But 
I don't know. I mean, it's... So, anyways, then there's this rapid firing between Harry and Elaine, <laughs> where Harry's like, well, I'll do this. And she's like, that won't work. And he's like, I'll do this. And she's like, that won't work. And he's like, okay, then I'll do this. And she's like, you could never do that. And he's like, okay, Elaine, what the fuck do you want me to do then? <laughs> yeah, right. And then he's like... She's like, run away with me again, obviously, duh. Right? <laughs> and he's like, you're going to help me. And then she's like, what? I couldn't. I could never. Blah. It's like, then why are you here, Elaine? What the fuck? I know. Yeah, some of it is sort of... Because, yeah, so we find out that they're not just nasty thorns that will, like, hurt and poke, but they're poisoned. Right. So even like just... thorns don't suck Impending like, death. Yeah, so it's not just going to be, like, painful and pokey, but, yeah, exactly. Like, you get a little bit of a scratch. Thorns that put everyone to sleep for 100 years? Thank you, or maybe longer. Right. <laughs> so now that you pointed that out, that's it's just... To- right, yeah, right. it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they can't burn... You can't burn them either, and, like, they're... Yeah, right. So, because, yeah, you can tell that he's like, you know, I subtle my hand. She's like, you can't burn the meat. Only a prince oh. hacking down at them with a sword for looking for his true love. Only, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Only if you really love her, Harry. But, yeah, so, exactly. So, this whole thing, because then he's like, okay, well, fine, you do it for me. And so, it's what I'm, okay, because she's like, you, it'd be like, you know, holding a, like, screen trying to door. blow open a screen door or whatever. Yeah, right? It's just gonna, you know, so it's like, okay. And it makes more sense here in a way where she's like, if your concentration wavers, then, you know, I'm like, okay, because then he basically says, well, you do it. Right, I'm like, well, isn't that basically the same thing that she's just going to be using a wind spell to hold open a screen door? But her concentration thing? is better. But her concentration is better, and I guess that's and the she's thing. not trying to move through is it. She's too. not trying to run through it and do and right, okay. like they're they're breaking it up into smaller tasks. Each Plus, hopefully, kind people wouldn't thing. be trying to kill her while she was holding it open. Oh, hopefully, which again is part of it. But I'm like, it's still like you're not just going to be some <laughs> random, but. He's, but she's like, how do you know? Like, how do you know I'm not going to just betray you again? Don't you think this book would have been more, like, poignant and sadder and, like, emotional if he just killed Elaine now? <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> like, I, I, I love just, how the Discord has just been like, <laughs> tell us how you feel, Jess. Right? <laughs> well, and, and somebody did Listen. point Matt or somebody did point out, I think, in the spoiler chat version, like, very early on when you first started, like, she does prove to have... More like, like for instance, now that we've gotten to that point, right? If it wasn't Elaine and their history, right? The whole getting out of the bog trap wouldn't have worked, right? Because they knew each other's spells, and because you know, because she was able to just like old times, in in nudge nudge that he finally went. Oh, she left me a clue, and you know what I mean. Which you know, as as. Uh, like I said, I think it was Matt or something. Like, you know, fairly pointed out, like, okay, you wouldn't have got that from a brand new, from from Lydia or something like that. Okay, they have no history to go off of. They haven't worked together. They don't know each other's quirks and foibles and, you know, cheating about their homework, right? So, yeah, some of that is fair. You have to say. Now, now you kind of, you know, hindsight, 2020, you know, you kind of have to give, like, okay, there is Could have given another way to get out of the trap. Okay, you could have, but this is the this this is the um, one device scene, he chose to employ. Whatever, one scene wasn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Find me a second scene where Elaine is vital. And she does tell him that yeah, that you, you can't be sure that he can be tr- that he can trust her. But she, but he's like, but I don't want to believe that Elaine. We loved each other once upon a time. I know you aren't a coward and you aren't a killer. I want to believe that we what we had really meant something. Even now. Yes. That I trust you with my life in the way that you can trust me with yours. Yeah. 
so this is the thing. So she's like, wait, you're going up against Aurora alone? And it's like, well, he's been trying to do that for half the book. So now you're surprised by it? Like, yes, he's been trying to figure out now that he knows who it is. Yes. And yes, he's going up her alone, kind of, sort of. But I was like, that's the whole point of all, like, all his buddies. Like, you've got all of summer and all of winter. And I'm like, okay, yeah, everybody else get distracted and do your thing so I can concentrate on this one person. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, it kind of, yes, that was the point that <laughs> hired me to do. But yeah, this whole, whole, how do you know I'm not going to just, you know, and it's like, it's true. But at this point, Elaine, like, again, you've had so many opportunities where, you know, you didn't take a more active role in taking him out at the Walmart. You gave him a way to get out of the trap in Fairy. Um, you just released him from the spell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's dumb. She's like, well, how do you know I won't just do it now? It's like, well, then why did you bother releasing him two seconds ago? Like, yeah. You've asked him to run away and be like, this is, like, you know, at the airport at least, you know, where you're like, wow, this is too much, Harry. Let's just get the fuck out of here. And he's already like, mm, I can't. You know, I was like, now that he's all the way here and, like, five steps from doing it, like, I, I can kind of see you being like, okay, dude, like, now do you see what's going on? Let's, let's fucking bail. But... You know, I was like, then you could have just fucking left him to rot a dozen times already. So, again, that whole exchange just seems a little bit like it's great to have Harry have his moment and say those wonderful things. But I'm like, yeah, I think the proof is already in the pudding, is it not? <laughs> like, well, kind of. Like, the timing is kind of like now that, as you say, he's right about to be able to interfere. Yeah. like, And she's still like... A, a, a distractor I, from his goal. Yeah, you know, and it's like, again, it's like the, again, you weren't named, just a bunch of riders leapt over the river, and the one she that wasn't unseated, and, st you know, I'm like, they're still sort of hiding that it's Elaine, because she, you know, whips off the helmet here and everything like that, right? But it's like, yeah, could have left him to get trampled by whatever when you guys, you know, um, when Maeve and stuff backed you up in the first book, which she kind of did, she didn't really interfere then, and it's like, but she could have you know, continue to let him just be pinned down by the, you know, I mean, like he says, and he says here in a minute too, like, you know, he's like, well, you know, you're going to help me. You've already betrayed Aurora, you know, and it's like, yeah, she's been a little bit all the way along in the fact that she has not at any point specifically actively tried to take out Harry. She's had to make it look good, but again, she's always, you know, pulled her punches or avoided whatever to actually have to do it, you know, so that she can't be blamed for betraying Aurora, but she's still not actually killing him, but for all you know, though, like, in this moment, like, this could just be another ploy when Elaine was, like, sent to go and, like, seduce Harry, you know? Like, go convince what? him to he run away and be with you, you know? Sure, but... So that's what he, crossed my mind, too. But he's, yeah, he like, was pinned to the ground by Aurora's spell. She didn't have to show her face at all. He may or may not have known that was her. I mean, again, depending on how, you know, astute you are or whatever with your, you know, whether readers once again assumed that this was, you know, the same entourage that's been going around, but... You know what I mean? It's not like he said, he's like, some masked warrior came up and drove their spear at my neck, you know? So it's like, as far as we can tell, nobody knows it's Elaine until it reveals to be Elaine. So I was like, she could have just fucked off, like, like half a cohort ago. Like, once they came over the river, they split. Talos and Lloyd went to kill them all. Aurora and Korok took up the hill. Nobody was paying attention. She wasn't like, Elaine, with me! You know, Elaine could have just fucking disappeared in the background and got the fuck out of there then. She's already betrayed her as far as she's gonna go. She could have, you know, whatever, Harry, you fucking won't leave. It's up to you. If you're gonna stay up here and die, stay up here and die, you know? But, like, she keeps keeping tabs on things, and she keeps, like I say, she literally, literally 30 seconds ago was like, here, let me undo that spell that you're under. It's like, then you, you didn't, you literally didn't have to do any of that. Which is know? very convincing it's, if she's trying to seduce him away. Okay, but what would be the point? Why release him to seduce him? Just leave him. To 
get him out of the situation. Because there's still a possibility that he could get out on his own. It could because be, he is Harry. I was like, it could be not a plan with Aurora. It could be just Alliance plan. Maybe you and me can just run away and forget this ever happened, you know? It's still betrayal, well, yeah, but maybe I mean, we both live. Well, okay, yeah, that's that's Elaine's. But there, but like, there, there is enough benefit of the doubt. for there, there is enough suspicious behavior on her part still for him to have doubt. Well, yes, and I'm sure, like or, you say, when you're in that situation, it's a lot... Again, it's easier for us to see we've got the cut and dried. We've got, like, well, this is what's happening. And the, you know, same thing, like, when we were talking about just that... Um, I think cause it was the episode that probably just came out, which is why it's on my mind. But again, where you're, like, um, automatically recognize that it was, like, Talos and Cork. And it's like, well, again, really, like, sure. In Harry's world, you wouldn't necessarily... In our world, we're like, well, we've been introduced to ten people in these books. So, obviously... You know, it had to be one of these ten people. <laughs> you know, it's like, Aurora's got five friends. Gee, the unicorn and the ogre are on her side. It must be two of her friends. You know what I mean? Yes and no. But at the same time, it's also like, you don't know at the beginning of a book, are we going to meet ten friends or are we going to meet twelve friends? Like, it doesn't like, it yeah, doesn't no. tell you, like, when you're going to stop meeting friends. No, but you know what I mean? Like I said, I just to say, like, I know sort of for us, yeah. we're going to be like, sure, Harry, it might be like, can yeah. you trust her, can you not? I mean, God knows I have enough issues of that in my life where... You know, I'm like, I apparently am terrible at reading people. <laughs> but, uh... Either but way. Anyways, I just, yeah, I just find this haul a little bit, again, just plot device or something. Like, it just doesn't really seem to yeah. properly mesh. It's convenient or inconvenient or whichever way it goes. But I found it a little saccharine myself. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why, are, why are you saying these things in... Uh, Susan. <laughs> well, I'm this not... is just a little bit too much familiarity. Well, you... And I, uh, you know what? I can kind <laughs> of even get that a little bit. I can kind of get sort of the, I don't know, for lack of a better word, the, like, nostalgia or sentiment of, you know, that first love. Especially... Well, throughout this whole book, he flirts with that line a little bit. He does. Well, I mean, again, okay. It's not Are like you in actually... love with Susan or aren't you? Well, okay, he's in love with Susan, but Susan well, also just, took off just... and left him. Like, it's right. not like he's... Well, I mean, it starts off mar- the book as this is, like, his end-all, be-all. It's his just... Uh, it's full to, obsession. Yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just dropped when once Elaine walks in the door... Oh, well, to be fair to that point, at the same time as Elaine walking in the door, I was like Fairy Queen and uh, Wizard White Court Council. wanting to send him to war with the Red Court all by himself. He's got a lot to think about, as much as I'm sure he would like to be sitting in his basement crying about Susan. He does have 800 people trying if, to I was kill him say, right If now. he had his way, he would still be sitting in his basement crying about Susan. Right? The only reason so he's... I will say, Elaine, it's not just Elaine came, showed up on his doorstep. Elaine showed up with a war on her back. Yeah. So, well, and I mean, and, again, you know, it's a low point, right? Like, hey, say, he's mourning. I mean, this is the thing is that, you know, Susan wasn't like, fuck you, Harry, I hate you. But she was like, I can't marry you right now. Like, this isn't the time to make that decision or whatever, you know? They had a bad sort of situation. A nice, amicable breakup where it was obvious, you know, both sides still kind of cared about each other. He's carrying the torch. And then again, like your first love, who you also thought was like gone forever, but oh my God, she suddenly come back again. So there's hope there. There's unfinished business. There's, you True, know, maybe this is just one of those, like the love I, cu- I couldn't save the one I did love, but now I can save this other love, you know? You know? He's like be placing his, like, you know, Susan well, trauma yeah, on I, top of her. Yeah, and I think just again, meld into the situation is that Susan's not there. Susan did leave to go pursue something else. And, you know, if I can't save like, Susan. I can at least save Elaine. Yeah, and not I, that Elaine deserves it because we don't like her. No, you keep saying this we thing, but... I speak for the podcast. Your your feelings are much (laughs) strong. I'm a little bit more ambivalent. I've never, like, loved Elaine. I do not seem to hate her I am the the Lorax. I speak for the trees and the trees say, (laughs) fuck you, Elaine. I do find myself becoming a little bit biased because of you. She sucks, right? (laughs) Well, you know, she she makes her, but, um, but anyways, so... 
whatever. Yeah, like I say, I can sort of defend that a little bit with, I can kind of see that, that, again, here's a little bit of a romantic, he's never had a lot of luck, and maybe that's why, is because he doesn't have a lot of luck, so, you know, hope springs eternal and all that. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I could see if it's somebody... It's avoidant uh, attachment it, style, really. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if, if some, like, high school sweetheart suddenly showed up, and we had a chance to kind of reconnect and... You know what I mean? Ultimately, it might not go anywhere, but I can kind of see getting caught in that a little bit and just being like, it's suddenly, you know, or again, like you say, you know, rebound, whatever. You've just come out of a traumatic, bad situation. Your girlfriend's basically like, well, it's kind of your fault, but not really your fault, but totally your fault that I kind of almost got turned into a vampire. So now I have to go and change my entire life and we can't be together because I might kill you and da 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 you know, and now it's just like pure, simple childhood love again, you know. Other than like, the war thing. <laughs> other than the war thing. The but, other you war know, thing. We bonded over the trauma of Justin and, you know, we're orphans and we're, <laughs> you know, like it's, right, they have that connection. Whereas that was, I mean. You're an orphan. I'm an orphan. It does sort of develop, like, and establish just how fucked up he is with relationships, though. Well, it is, but that's what brings... I mean, come on, it's like every, every... <laughs> every fan Former. fiction ever is like, how much trauma can we put them through to bring these characters together? <laughs> you know? Fan fiction? That's not actual content. Nothing bonds. I don't think that makes for really good... It, it does He's, sometimes. He doesn't actually address his issues. It doesn't make for... Well, that really also makes for really good fan fiction and just, just regular is fiction. Is there a fan fiction when he goes to therapy? <laughs> I don't know. I've never... It's, it's really funny. I have a really hard time getting into fan fiction about books because books are books. They're already fan fiction about like movies and TVs is like no problem. Because I'm like, well, there's so much. Oh, shit the writers on that already suck. Yeah, exactly. There's so much you can't put into movie and television that you have to get out of. Whereas in yeah. books, there's no limits to that, right? So exactly, like I have consumed a lot of like slash fan fiction because you're never going to get it in the actual show or whatever much as more of that is coming out and about but you know what I mean right there's still a lot of and it's like yeah exactly it's like you always have to have some like traumatic situation for why they would turn to each other or why they would end up in the situation or why they're <laughs> going to bond and become right so yes fucked up as it is I mean we're not saying none of it isn't but yes Harry has this whole fucked up trauma and and, and it's <laughs> healthy relationships okay, just don't but, sell okay but you know how when you're a kid like when you're in junior high and high school and <laughs> shit hits the fan it's like the worst shit ever right like you can't imagine life getting worse than this and then if you manage to survive to your 20s and then to your 30s and then to your 40s and then to your 50s and you're like my god I wish I had the problems I had in middle school right you're like wow that is so doesn't matter anymore and I think that's a little bit with this too much as him and Elaine were psychotic and crazy and trauma it's also like I want to go back to the simple time where it was just our adopted dad trying to kill us not like fairy wars and vampire wars <laughs> you know it's like Elaine just represents a, a simpler more innocent time <laughs> It's just straight up death and destruction, not all this mind fuckery. <laughs> so, anyways, once I wish I had just a so they weren't able to balance. get out of the cycle of abuse in the first time, so they're just picking it up straight <laughs> where they came from. Right? You don't know. You don't know. That's just right. It's like supernatural like, doesn't believe in therapy. Okay? Not that I'm judging. Like, no, no. But yeah, like at your own right? pace, Harry. At okay, your own pace. But how many? That's true for a lot of us, right? It's like you can go out in the world and like meet somebody at work and be like, "Wow, you are a totally manipulative, narcissistic asshole." And then you still go home and agree to lend your brother, you know, two thousand dollars because it's not really his fault. He's had all this bad luck, and it's, you know, what it like again. It's like you so easy. It's like I, I cannot recognize the pattern of like abuse, or I can't get out of it, or or whatever with like you know your family and your things. You're like, oh, I can look at other people and be like, "Wow, you're so fucked up." But no, I'm totally normal over here. <laughs> you know? 
ultimately, <gasps> Elaine agrees to help. Not that my brother has called to borrow money, I'm just saying. <laughs> More likely I'm asking him. Um, so she does agree to help and draws up this huge wind spell that bends the wall of Thorn's Way for Harry to get through. Go! Go, Harry! I can't hold it for much longer! So yes, he does go sprinting through and does feel a snag, but thankfully it does not get through his leather jacket. Which his leather jacket from Susan. From Susan. In case you forgot, Harry. Which I, yeah, which is, is when you think about like this jacket has put up with a lot of. Since werewolves. Yeah, if this was my jacket, it probably looked like shit by now. For well, if it's leather, it just gives it. It it just gives it the distress, that character. But yeah, but I mean, I have. I don't know. Maybe not very. I think I've only owned one ever like real leather coat in my life. So maybe that's. But I just feel like you know what I mean. The canvas ones are like heavy, heavy, heavy. Well, the canvas ones are heavy, heavy, heavy. I know, but I just feel like things like this, like getting like thrown up into trees and like snagged on thorns, like. This, none of this ever ripped it. Like, I get the distressed look and the worn and like the broken in and the crease. It's better it. than cotton, though, or something like that. Like, it would hold up against well, a cotton, lot of small. Yes. Well, most jackets are fabric, right? The leather's going to hold up a lot better than most fabric jackets. And those, well, those d- plus. They are designed to be resilient for the outdoors. Also, if you Whoa. have to go home and polish your gun and polish your blasting rod and polish your staff, you might as well fucking do the well, jacket. Yeah, okay, shit. obviously, you know, Harry looks after his jacket. He like, might take it to a leather crafter and be like, I ripped it again. I've got no money, but you fix this right now. <laughs> I have a look. The car, can, I don't need groceries. Fix the coat, please. I have a look. Yeah. Like, I need my car to run and I need my coat to work. This is Everything the last. Else. I don't need shoes. I don't need. Last gift from Elaine. I need this. Yeah. I need this. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I know they're tough, and I, I granted, I know it will hold up to a lot I mean just like rolling around in the grass and things like that and stuff like that I get but it's just you know again like you think if like a werewolf is slashing at you that that might actually rip the leather or getting hurled into a tree that that although I don't think he had the coat on at that point because he puts it on to go to but you know what I mean it's just some of these I'm like it's good it's great it's just every once in a while when you think about how much abuse and how much stuff is coming at him and you're like, it's really very impressive. They're aiming for his face, not this, his jacket. This thing, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that you have not absolutely shredded and destroyed this jacket yet. Jeez, people. You're trying to insult the jacket. I'm not trying to insult the jacket. I love the we jacket. Like the I jacket. adore the jacket. I can't wait until... Stop wishing harm on the jacket. I'm not wishing... I'm j- oh, my goodness. So, yes. So, he manages to sneak through. Aurora is busy unraveling the thing against Lily. And he's trying to sneak up on her, stay out of her peripheral and stuff like that. And he's not fast enough because she manages to finish. And Lily suddenly becomes Lily and suddenly goes, what the fuck? Because the second she changes back, Aurora's like grabbing her by the throat, straightening her down onto the table, raising a knife. And Lily's like, what the fuck? Like, and it makes you wonder, like, I don't know if, you know, probably not. Lily probably wasn't really aware of the last couple of weeks or however yeah, long Yeah, your synapses don't really fire all that well I'm when gonna you're assi- Well, I'm going to assume this little stasis <laughs> thing that, yeah, exactly. I mean, again, like, obviously, if you can change her and change your back, then all those things have to be there. But whatever. Right, but it's got to exactly. be very disorienting. She's, it's got to be very disorienting because she's gone from and, and we imagine imagine feeling your body turn to stone like while you're conscious before you actually I, lose ew. that consciousness. Yikes! Right? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, sounds horrible. Hope it starts to first. You, first you get this power in, invade you, and then I'd hope it'd be like a snap, like you're just like blank stone. Fine. But yeah, oh, I imagine it would just be down. way more horrific than that. I, yeah, I really don't know. I, I, I think more is like the Medusa. Like you just look her in the eyes, and that's like, it. You're yeah. And that's the thing is is that we sort of don't know exactly how this went down. So again, we've we sort of inferred that that Slate is the one that that grabbed her from the apartment or whatever, right? 
Um, and then obviously, yes, she had to be, you know, well, not necessarily conscious, I guess. Who knows? They could have just knocked her out one way or another. But presumably somewhat conscious for when this power got zapped into her and then she was changed and everything, right? But you're like, did she ever know it was, a, you know, did she only see Slate? Did she know Aurora was doing this? Like I say, did did Slate grab her, you know, inject her with something, chloroform or knock her out and then boom, you know, get rid of rule. Here's the power. Here, you're, you know what I mean. Like all we know is that she's kneeling and looking sad. So it's like you kind of feel like there must have been. She must have kind of because I almost feel like it was this like power going to her that she's like, you know, like oh my god, what just happened? And like freeze, you know, kind of a thing, right? Like, but yeah, all of a sudden one minute you're whatever you're looking at Aurora, you're looking at Slate, you're looking at Ronald, and the next thing you know, you're suddenly being like thrown on a table and about to be stabbed by like your would-be protector, big sister, watcher out or you know? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do like that Dresden just goes th- goes straight for, for physical violence again with his staff. Smash! <laughs> right? <laughs> Wasn't all that gentlemanly, but I just whacked her in the back of the head with, like, a two... And, I mean, really, what else are you... I mean, like, he's safer. I mean, obviously, magic. He's, he's seen time and again both just the power of the fairies and even just trying to go up against Slate and, you know what I mean, and Talos with his, you know, he's like, this isn't going to fucking get me anywhere. Either they can just blow it off, it's not going to matter, or they can outpower me. So, yeah, he goes for the, you know, what I mean, I was like, let me just try and bash her unconscious or something, and hopefully that will. And it's enough for, for Lily to get away from him. And it's, it's enough to disrupt things in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. But as he does it, midnight hits and switches over. So now the table, so while it may or may not still be surrounded by, defended by summer forces, the power of the table has crossed into winter and it, you know, changes colors to show that effect that now it is on. Too late. It's too late. You can't, it's, it's here. So the second anything happens... Um, so he manages, you know, knocks the knife, and Lily's like, what the fuck, and just tries to get away, and you have kind of a scramble where, again, in those those speedy, supernatural, all fairies are born, super ninjas. Fast as fuck. Fast, yeah, you know, she's, she's, you know, kicking them and whatever, and blah, 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 and trying to grab, and so there's the whole big battle over, and then, then... Was it if uh, Dresden tries to blast a big thing of fire or she blasts fire at him and he deflects it or whatever, but you get this big sort of firestorm and in the glow of that, now you see once again fucking Talus still not down and out, leaping over, and again his poor horse. So his poor horse gets like kneecapped by this wall of force the first time. And now he's just going to, like, rides it over this wall, which the horse has no hope in clearing. But again, Talos, with his super ninja reflexes, manages to do a fancy flip off and gives him enough momentum and a launching place to clear. But this poor horse just goes down in the fucking thorns and just, like, and I mean, again, animal screaming is not, you know, like, people screaming is not a good thing either, but we should, you know, we're used to that for all kinds of reasons. Little kids shriek and laugh and play, or you get scared, or you you know what I mean? But it's like, when you actually hear, like, animal Animal screaming is pretty harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many of them, I don't know if it's just because so many of them are, so more, like, quiet otherwise, or if it is just the fact that they only do it when it's really intense. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Right? It's harsh. It's harsh. It's harsh. But, yeah. So, um... So yeah, he's basically like, well, I need to get across. I will sacrifice my horse. Thanks, buddy. So he starts his attack and we get a surprise, <laughs> which is Meryl ripping her way through the, the wall of thorns as a full on troll. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, it's really kind of quite the sad moment. Oh, like, it's, that she had to it's beautiful. Really it's heroic. It's to it's lose poignant. her humanity. Yeah. 
and, and it was Meryl. Yeah. She'd chosen. And, Damn. And it's it's kind of ironic, you know, well, oh no, I should not hate the use of ironic. Because <laughs> we it. never know if we're using it, it right. It, yes, I know. <laughs> but Isn't it in, in her... Which wasn't. In her choice to lose humanity it is like a huge humanitarian act. See, I think you would use it correctly there. Is it? Is it? It would be is ironic it? then. I, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can keep it. Okay. <laughs> but yes, exactly. The choice, yes, the choice of losing her humanity was the most humane thing she could have right. She did it for very altruistic Human love reason, exactly. Oh. It's beautifully put. Yeah, and that's, and, and you're right, because, you know, he arrives and Aurora's like, okay, I got backup, right? Because she's like, kill him, Lord hell. I was like, get this the fuck. Because again, they're still semi protected within this wall of things. You know, I mean, obviously people are finding ways to get through, but it takes time and effort. You got to have a horse that can jump really high. You got to be able to leap off the horse, or you got to be able to have spells that can hold it open, and, you know what I mean? So she's kind of like, even, okay, so now you've got Lily in Dresden. Well, Lily's not really, I mean, she can sort of fend for herself a little bit. I mean, obviously, she's she's not magical. She's not powerful. She's not, you know, like a buff, strong gym rat or any, you know, she's just this wimpy little girl, which is partly why they picked on her in the first place, you know? So it's not like she's really much of a backup. She's just pretty. She's just pretty. And so, right, so you've got, you know, Dresden and, and Aurora, which you could maybe sort of, you know, head-to-head, but now you've got that off battle right now. Aurora's got somebody else powerful on her side. Things are looking bad for Dresden again. Right? And it's like in that same instant, as soon as he's like, fuck, then exactly you just hear this bellowing and this fuck the world just rips through it. And again, it's kind of interesting with, although I guess maybe Ogre and Troll don't have, because you know, again, you've gone through a lot of this like where Ogres just blow off magic and this doesn't, you know, but I was like, but apparently again, the fairies poison thorn still Again, it just comes back to that whole, I don't get the rule sometimes. Like, why fairy magic is weaker in fairy than it would be in, I don't know. But anyways, it doesn't matter. But yes, right, it is. He's like, you can tell it's a troll. You can tell. You can recognize Meryl. Right. She's got nothing to lose anyways she's at this point. Nothing. She's dying anyway. She's, exactly. yeah, that was, so. yeah, that was it. She, it was, as, as far as a human mortal person, that was a completely mortal rune. She right. was not coming back from that at all. Right. So this is, yeah, her Meryl, last. Meryl grabs Talos, who cuts one of her hands I off. I know, well, yeah, she goes and, to reach for but she me. she still just, manages just to grab and him she's and like, just crush him into the yeah, ground. Yeah, she's like, fuck this, I'm still going. Like, exactly. She didn't really have anything left to fight with. She had nothing sort of counter his fancy tricks and his, you know, like I say, you know, he's still armed. Just like, she's reaching power. from him and he takes off her freaking hand. But she's, like, so determined to make something count, to make something out of this. And she does. She's like, maybe I can't, you know, it's woo, crazy. woo, woo, but I can just bury you under a ton of troll. Because Jim Butcher, he goes, it was Meryl. She'd chosen. Last time she gets female pronouns. It goes it from then on out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did this. It did that. It, it, it. It's like. Damn, that monster changes you fast. Uh, right. I've noticed that yeah. he has done that because he yeah. has done that in the past with um, uh, Bianca when she yep. she turned yeah, into a monster. She changed. Yep, she became. As soon it. as it's a monster, he's like, oh, forget that. Yeah. You're an it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is stupid because you're right. Had she survived to do anything else, 
you know, I mean, they sort of made this point when she's like, sometimes I think it'd just be easier to give up. And he'd like, he'd be a monster. And she's like, but a happy monster, right? So it's like, you know, you're not retained. You know, yeah. the only reason she's retained anything at this point is because it's just happened. It's That's the, just in your mind right now is yeah. kill the bad guy, which is, you know, summer. Yeah, or whatever, you know, those those last vestiges of, of humanity, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you say, is, is once you spend any length of time, I mean, he says it with um, the wolf belts, right? So like, we don't know exactly because they never really talk about but we're assuming it must work differently for Billy and them because none of them have gone batshit crazy. But with even just the, the hex and wolf belts, he's like the longer, you know, the more he was a wolf, the more he wanted to be. And like that was what Agent Ben's whole thing was, right? Is she started totally going, she wanted to be a wolf all the time and constantly just rip, tear, murder, sl- you Overly know addicted I mean? to it. Overly addicted to it, right? And like you say, when Harry tries it on for a while, he goes through some of that, right? So it's like, you know, you're like the, you know, with every passing second, just the last weather would have taken five minutes or five days or whatever, right? But it's like, it would have been there and it is an it and that's it. And yeah, thanks to the grievous injury she's already taken and all the giant poison thorn hedge. So yeah, she basically, like you say, just buries him under, you know, don't know if he's dead or not, but he's definitely going to take a while to dig himself out from under, you know, a thousand pounds of troll or whatever. So manages to effectively um levels the playing field levels the playing field yeah take take that piece out of commission (laughs) and aurora does end up catching lily and brings her back to the table and dresden does get the knife away from aurora she's just like i don't care i'll just use i'll just rip her throat out yeah she's like i don't don't care care. she just needs to die and bleed on his teeth (laughs) then we get this lovely moment where dresden's like "Mm -hmm." toot toot Toodaloo. Right. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you won't. Oh, yeah. I Why? I know something you don't I, know. I mean, neener, neener, again, neener. instead of just ripping out her throat now that we're here and now, I will stop and engage because I'm a psycho fairy queen and, you know. I've been what, practicing my what speech you, all summer. Yeah. What could you possibly know that would matter now? And again, to all the readers for the first time, I know the number to Pizza Express. And you just go, ooh, because you like, he's been caring, right? When he goes back, what do you wear to a war? Well, I decided to go with basic black. Then I took my little doctor's valise and dropped it outside. And then when it was time to go, I took it with me. And then uh, I asked Billy, did you get them? And he got me these box knives and I dropped them in my doctor's valise. And then I just carried it around. And at some point I had to put it down and like swing my staff and blast my rod. And then I made sure have time to gather all of these fairies and then that's 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 exactly when because he put the bag outside, went in, got dressed, gathered his shit. So that's what he says. He's like, he came home, made a few calls, put the doctor's bag outside his front oh, door. Oh, that. Okay. Goes, okay. gets dressed, what do you get finish dressed making. For? Meet up with Billy, Billy run to Walmart. Yeah. yeah, did you get it? Right. And then he dumps it all into the bag. And then, like I say, at a couple of points throughout, you've had him be like, I looked around for my bag and it was still there. And I, you know, like, what is the fuck is he carrying this bag around? And like, yeah, okay, he's sort of like... In other cases, I, I do like that he goes a little bit for the comfort because, again, you know, Doctor's Release, we're imagining, like, this sort of hard-sided leather kind of, right? Because normally his backpack. We've seen him grab his backpack and throw magical doodads. I'm like, well, it's nice he didn't throw them all in there to, like, get squished and bounced and, right. you know, at, at least the walls with this thing would have been kind of secure to fit them all in there and not, like, a soft-sided backpack. <laughs> But right, but you're like, what the fuck? It'd be funny if it was like a pet carrier instead. (laughs) (laughs) It essentially is, but kind of cooler and more. Mister rides around in style. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like little, the little, the little mesh out the. It's claw proof. You cannot scratch through that. (laughs) 
So yes, now we finally find out what the fuck is up with this right. doctor's bag that he has been carrying around, and he puts it down. And, he, and in the name of the pizza lord, charge! Yes, and it's not just two; it's a dozen of them, half a dozen of them, however many dozen or some. And then yes, and you discover the point of the box knives. Yes, it's very clever. It's very clever. Very, very clever. Plastic covered steel blades. Mm-hmm. So damaging, but not. But this. And this is, again, where I'm going to get a little... I mean, again, maybe it's the length of time it takes to, like, describe all of this. Whereas, again, it would happen a lot more instantaneously, you know. Um, same thing, like, you know, when, like, people are trying to hold their breath. It's like, okay, I'm sitting on my couch for five minutes while the scene plays out. But, you know, really in the scene, it was, like, five seconds. It's just by the time they changed the angles and showed you what this person was doing and showed you what yeah. that person was doing and then got back to the person who's drowning. Everyone gets their six seconds Everyone gets their in one six round. seconds <laughs> in one round, and it's exactly right. But, um... And I'm like, you've been blasting and... Z- I mean, like, Aurora's not that beat up at this point. Like, she's expelled... You know, okay, she trapped Harry and she did some shit. But again, she's a, she's a fairy queen. She's got a fair amount of power. Now, we saw Maeve get some of that tapped a little bit when she went up against Lloyd. So again, it's not a, an indefinite, infinite supply or reserve. <laughs> but we haven't seen her mostly right. She's been like, you guys take care of all this shit. I'm going to go kill the girl, right? So as far as we know... She's not really that tapped out. She's not that low on power. She's not that exhausted. Right. But, I mean, if we look back to the, I mean, with the effect of the metal that's going to have on her, if we look back when Dresden first tests Mab with the nail, and it's such an extreme reaction like that, and they, like, freak the fuck out. Like, it had, like... And she's she is one of the lesser ones. Like yeah, no, that I understand. I have no problem with the effect the steel has on her. I have a problem with the fact that the pixies got close enough to cut her with box knives. Well, she could have sure black- shock value, I think. Uh, well, and it must have been. Like, but she's like, no, no, not, you know what I mean? Because and I mean, he does kind of say that it did take her a second. You know, it's like he saw the fear, and then she did go to do something, but it was too late. They were already there. But I'm like, again, if you're this afraid of this, and you have the power, like, again, I'm like, she blasted Dresden down the hill with a wind spell. She, you know, no one suspects the tiny fae, okay? And I get that too, but it's just, again, after all of this, like, she's in the last minute. I don't think she would think that they would be able to do it. Like, a bunch of little tiny pixels. Well, and that's what she says. She does say that. She's like, what are they going to do, you know? But I was like, again, I'm like, then why didn't you blast them out of the way? Like, once they all pulled out their box knife, because again, he's like, oh, there's that moment of recognition and fear, and she met my eyes. And when then she's like, wait, I should do something. And when he was, was running up behind her to bash her in the head, that would have been the time to open the release. Right? That's <laughs> when they would have got her, yeah. find it interesting or whatever, or just, again, really cling on to that suspension of disbelief or something. Well, where I'm like, and part it of it might be like because you, had you've second. read it a, a number of times over and over again. Whereas like, when, when, the, when a reader reads it for the first time, they're still taking in that information as yeah, well. Yeah, you're taking everything's going, a shock, everything's a wait surprise. Wait a second, everything. that just happened, yeah. and then they're putting the things yeah. back together in their head. Yeah, and that so is fair. And again, on the millionth read through, you're like, oh, this again? Like, shouldn't she have... Yeah, but... Again, right? I mean, like, it works out. It does, you know, that she is off guard long, or again, scoffing, like, what are they going to do? Until she realizes that they're coming at her with steel. And by mm-hmm. then, once they sort of get the one cut in, that's enough to disrupt and start jumbling that the rest of it starts. And then she doesn't, you know, I was going to say, it's like, once she gets the cut, once they can touch her with the steel, I get that. But I was just like, I don't know. It just seems like, once again, she gave them an awfully, it's like the old Hercules cartoon. 
which I think I've mentioned on this multiple before. times. Yes. Okay, yeah. You really like this example. You really it's, like that. It makes sense. And cartoon. it comes up a lot. Which I don't even really like the cartoon that much, I don't think. But it was but an impactful cartoon. It was apparently impactful. It was formative. Well, okay. We all have our fallbacks, okay? <laughs> but, Guess how old we are. <laughs> But yes, I, whatever. Anyways, so they do all come at her. They do manage to cut her up. They do manage to go against the fae kind in honor of the pizza lord. And And Aurora does have just enough sense that's still with her to try to drag her own bloody body. She's like, on her her death knell. At the very least, fine. At least let this happen. Yeah, she's like, fine, I'm going to go down with it, but I can still make, you know, it wasn't the way I was planning on doing it. I was going to sacrifice this other power, but. Throwing yourself at a dying girl. As, right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, but it's kind of like what Meryl just did, right? I'm already going down, I make one last hurrah and change... Very dedicated. Change the table. You know, uh, it's change so, balance, whatever. Tip so the scales. sad, though. Like, you launch yourself at her, and as you're pressing her into the ground, right. this moment Shh. between them. Oh, Holy the death fuck. scene is so fucking sad. I, like, I put it down in quotes because it just was so, like... Um, by all means. Wait, you don't understand. I, I just wanted it to stop. Wanted this, the hurting to stop. I smoothed a bloody lock of hair from her eyes and felt very tired as I said, the only people who never hurt are dead. The light died out of her eyes, her breath slowing. She whispered, barely audible, I don't understand. I answered, I don't either. A tear slid from her eye and mixed with the blood, and then she died. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not you know what the hurting was or not, as we will learn as the series goes on, either way, knowing or not knowing, fucking devastating. Yeah, right? She's like, like, but but I just wanted to fix everything. And yet another, like, this is such a great example of of the effect of trauma and and PSTD. Or PTSD, pardon me. Yeah, I think a credit to Jim Butcher, just how early on in the series he set up this problem. Because as much as you can say what happened to Victor Sells and what happened to the, the, the agents... As much as you can talk about what happened to Kravos, it's this one here. Like, any, he could have called anything in those first three books, whatever it was. Yeah. But this right here is the first nugget that you're like, oh, something's wrong. But, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really. <laughs> it is and it is. I was going to say, it's, it's not, you're not giving me specifics or anything, but at the same time, I was like, again, the first time you ever go through this series, you don't know there's any yeah. kind of a running theme or anything's going to be really connected any more than things in a series are connected. Okay, Murphy is going to be in another book and this mm-hmm. and that and things are going to and obviously it's all, but yeah, I, I do kind of love how like you're also right from the start. You're like, well, this is all going to be, this is all going to, everything comes together, everything goes together. There's a whole big running theme through it and you're like, oh wait, what? <laughs> huh? Huh? But yeah. A, a series has a running <laughs> plot in the background? <laughs> I know, it's crazy, Weird. right? They're not just all standalone books. So I really kind of, the, the, his, his answer uh, really struck me. The, the only people who never hurt are dead. And, and, it, and it sort of struck me as this passive acceptance of all the pain that he had been feeling up to this point and sort of at this point has just finally accepted it. Life is pain. Yeah. And I think... He, Life is pain, princess. I think he also, Somebody's differently is trying to sell you something. I think he also recognizes that this, what, at this point what unchecked pain can do, seeing what, what happened to Aurora, because she just... There was a lot of closure yeah. here. Well, and this right, this is it. It always comes back around to itself in every book. Right. And I mean, she tries to even take away his pain. Granted, she is she does have like a specific purpose in doing so. <laughs> but but I think it also shows her she own desire to make her own her own pain stop. Yeah. 
yeah, nobody can take away my pain. I could do it for you, though. Right. And, and, and she is solely focused on killing the pain, like making all the pain go away. But, but the difference with Dresden is that he is feeling the pain. He knows it. And he, and he knows that he also needs to keep the pain or keep it. And then he needs to accept it and, and mm-hmm. work through it and not just try to get to Harry, get rid of it. Harry and, tends to compartmentalize. He's like, there, there comes moments in books when he's like, I reach for all that fear and pain and hope and blah. And that's what yeah. I use to fuel this spell or that yeah. right. potion or this whatever. Right. He knows that it can't just go away. But yeah, though. He doesn't get rid of it. He compartmentalizes, but he does eventually always... learns to live with it. And do exactly. It because exactly. Right. Like that's the thing. He's like, okay, this is traumatic, but I can't deal with this right now. You know, like I need to get us out of the vampire house. So I have to, you know, we're, right. So, I mean, he does. And I mean, again, I think for good, bad, or indifferent, I mean, again, Justin had a brutal way of imparting all of this. But as a wizard, you need to learn how to write. Like, like, you know, when he's trying to get Aurora's spell off of him right here, he's like, okay, I need to calm down for a second. I need to concentrate. And he can't concentrate because he can hear his friends calling for help and dying. And you know what I mean? So it's like it's something you learn very early on in order to do magic. You do need to be able to block out certain distractions, whether it's, you know, your own emotional or noise around you or, you know, sight, sound, touch, smell, whatever, right? So there's that part of it. And then again, you also learn, you know, again, the way he practices magic a lot is it is very emotion-fueled and things like that. So exactly, you learn to tuck it away to use it later or you know, bring it out when you need or you can't do anything. He accepts you know. it. He accepts the pain. He, he ex- yeah, to yeah, or, it, or to deal with you it crazy. Later, or, yeah, you know, and some of that does, like you say, does take him longer than others sometimes to deal with things, you know, sometimes, like like this, you know, he's like, I'm just going to put that whole thing about, so I'm not, I'm not going to think that she's gone or that she, I'm like, I'm going to find a way to fix it, I'm going to find a way to fix it, I'm going to, you know, and that's like whole point is that he hasn't been dealing sort of with the rest of the trauma from that, that his girlfriend is gone, that his girlfriend is changed, that his whatever, yeah, and whatever. and we see right? how unhealthy he was when he wasn't doing it. Yeah, right, but that's the thing, right, is like he, you know, it wasn't just like, he's like, oh, you know, it was again, he, he does take a while to get there sometimes, um, but yeah, that's that's it. It's it's that whole it's that human condition, right? That there is pain. Although I do find it funny because you know, considering grave peril, like I don't know, you had a lot of dead things in that book, and a lot of them still seem to be hurting. So, <laughs> one way or another, <laughs> whether it was inflicted upon them externally or what, but well, even those dead people got a resolution at the very end. Well, yes, the, most of them. But yes, it's 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 very well done. It's very and again, it's that messing with your brain by taking this person who has been. You know, she was. She seemed so good. She was nicer than any fairy he'd ever met before. And then, oh my God, she's the bad guy and she's destroying the world. And then, oh my God, she's just this poor, confused girl who really was. I mean, you know, Dredson even says it when he's telling Billy, you know, or Elaine or whatever, you know, he's like, she thinks she's trying to do the right thing. It's just, you know, what does he say? Insane, but well-intentioned fairy, you know, whatever, right? So it's like, again, it just brings you back to where it's just that moment of, why? I don't understand. I'm... I know this is harsh, but I'm just trying to make it better. And he's like, I know. And, you know, it still comes back where he's like, I still just have this young looking girl dying in my arms. Yeah. We're all the hero in our own stories. And she's not exempt from that. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. 
Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 34 Dresden recovers in his apartment, having been taken care of by his friends. Harry is visited by the new summer lady and summer knight, Lillian Fix. Elaine comes to say goodbye, having been released from her obligations, and Harry visits the Alphas for some much-needed rest and relaxation. So, this is the... the continuation of that it's it's the climax i saved the world but it's still so heart-wrenching and gut-punching you know he's like i'd done it i'd saved the girl stopped the thief proved mab's innocence and won her support for the white council thereby saving my own ass huzzah there i lay in the ground over aurora's dead body yeah <laughs> not so great cradling <laughs> this this girl that bled you know i couldn't even give her like the death she wanted i still had to take that away from her because it still would have done so much more destruction. <laughs> like I couldn't even just let her you know, right. bleed out on the you know it's like stone no, table. That's yeah. I still had to tackle you to the ground and pin you there and let you bleed out. Yeah. So and the queens do come and they collect Aurora's body. Yeah. And again, even just that statement, he's like, I lay there with Aurora's empty body. <laughs> you know, you're like, it's just so. But yeah, he's basically done it. I mean, as anybody would be i mean you know you have a hard workout and you like don't feel like you can move that crash is bad war is i was gonna say you know he said it before he said it again that that war is the ultimate you know physical workout and all of that like he's definitely he's been running he's been then all the emotions off Mm -hmm. yeah all right so yeah i basically just had to collapse here with this dead body i saved the world but i can't yeah just so yeah despite all that i like that as soon as mab shows up he's like go away yeah <laughs> i know he's still she's but like she i'm well she is pleased yeah. yeah he's like go away like i don't want you're like i'm not proud of this i'm not happy yeah, about right. that like i'm glad i saved the world but i don't like the means so in which it took the means and everything i found out in this journey and the peoples and beings like, that ignorance I, is bliss ignorance and is bliss you know, he's like i could have done with Without Lloyd Slate in my life, I could have done without knowing that the Winter Queen is a complete, you know, psychopathic, Nut job, sexualized whatever. dilettante or whatever. I didn't need to know that the Summer Lady was trying to, I didn't need to know that Elaine was, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's like, basically, I found out all this information and I wish I didn't know any of it, yeah. you know, and it's just, yeah, but I he's like, just go away. And she's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. No, you have to go. Right. <laughs> and Harry does ask about Toot and she replies that it's unusual for, for people to be able to call fairies into their service and they won't be held accountable for the action. But take the box cutters away from them, please. Well, just take it out of fair. Yeah, I do like that. She's like, it's it's unusual, but there has been a precedent. So it's kind of like, ah, oh, Harry's not the first. But at the same time, you're like, well, that makes sense because there are centuries of supernatural History. stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, I can't, with some pizza. can't have Harry be the first for everything and all the... But, um, there probably wasn't pizza the last time someone did it, so I wonder what used to be the fay bargaining. <laughs> honey, I guess. Right, honey well, and I, bread. Guess I, I was yeah. going to say he started with, uh, yeah, milk and bread and honey, because they can't, you know, and he's just stepped. He's just discovered when you combine all of that <laughs> and make them hot that that's the ultimate. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, so whatever. Um, but yeah, I do like that where she's like, yeah, she's like, they were under your your responsibility. Your <laughs> that's on you'll you. be held accountable for that, <laughs> not each individual little peon kind of a thing. You don't realize that he was sort of playing with an extra. Like it wasn't just like, hey, two, you want to come help me out? And two being like, okay, it's like, oh shit, you could have got two held responsible for this, like. You know, like... It wasn't just Harry explaining to the Alphas and Marilyn Fix what kind of trouble they're getting themselves into. He was talking to that valise bag, too. Yeah, mm. you know? And it's like, does Tuke know or would he know? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, right? So we're like, ooh, I didn't even know that was going to be a problem. Ooh, thankfully, that's good. And then, yeah, she's like, just get the steel the fuck out of all our All you realm. and your friends can go back home. All you and your little friends, take everything, take all your shit, get the fuck out, you know. Right. Um, so he's like, okay, and so living up to her side of the bargain, right? And she's like, yeah, 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 you know, the wizards can have safe pads. She's like, no, I don't even give a shit about that right now. <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> like, we're, right? Like, okay, this is one in, one down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you fulfilled your bargain. Okay, great. Just <laughs> two more. She just happens to Unless. ask her. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to be the winter knight? N- just no. No, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> yeah, not just no. Hell no. <laughs> you get it from Ab. She's going to be like, well, one bargain is never enough. It just so happens I have something else. You want to change it up again? But yeah, you find out that Lloyd has survived thus far, is that he wasn't bludgeoned to death. And now... We'll never live comfortably again. He Sucks to be him. But yeah, when you you think about how... I mean, again, a couple of broken arms and the bludgeoning and the whatever. Now he's like chained with the icy manacles, which you know just are not comfortable. He's got Maeve, who was already a psychopath and did horrible things to him. He's a drug addict. Well, he was their knight and on the same side and, you know, just because she could. Um, but now that, yeah, now he's he's betrayed all of them. And now all three of them know because Mother Winter is also standing there with Maeve. And, again, your buddy buddy in summer. All three queens surrounding the winter night. All three queens. <sighs> Aurora's, like, you've got, right, you just know, like, a world of hurt does not begin to describe it. Well, like, even Mab's, like, sentence is so terrifying because she's like, when he's like, yeah, hell no, and she's like, very well then, I'm sure we can find some way to amuse ourselves with this one until time enough has passed to offer again. Scary for Lloyd and scary for Dresden. You're in this position, Lloyd, until I ask Harry again. And, and Harry, I will be asking again. <laughs> and the way that Slate, right, like, he's, like, he looks up, ble- right, like, he's beaten all to hell for whatever, right? Like, he's just been through it all, too. Here's Dresden not accept and he's like oh no 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 do not leave do not leave me do not please take it like like let them kill me now please give I'm me death that guy didn't have a, a heart attack from sheer terror right there oh he should have been so lucky and i don't know maybe his body was trying and the fairies were just like <laughs> they just revive him anyway. yeah they're like mm, you still got that winter power we're just gonna keep but yeah he's clearly Terrifying. You just, you just know, like you cannot even envision or imagine the horrors that. And on the one hand, you're like, serves you right. But at the same time, I'm like, nope, that really is going to stretch the. Because again, I am not a sadistic, emotionless fairy. I don't want to think about what he's even horrible as he is. I'm just the what they could do to him is just gut turning. So further from that point, this moment when. 
the White Council gets involved, as they so rarely do in Harry's life, mm. right? Like, they almost never know what he's been up to or what he's done. They only ever see the after effects or whatever like that, right? Yeah, just when they get the reports out. <laughs> right, but, like, so you oh, get this moment when, like, both, like, Ebenezer and the Gatekeeper, presumably just those two, there could have been more, could have been all of Ebenezer's friends, but at least we know Ebenezer yeah, and the Gatekeeper show yeah, up. He has a vague feeling of Ebenezer picking him up and, and the they Gatekeeper come to, talking you know, to Billy. take him home and, yeah, they talk and figure out shit. So I wonder, like, did Mab call them or did they just suddenly get, like, a letter that was like, ding, 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 war's over, you guys can cross through the underworld. Ooh. Did they, like... That's a good point. Like, did the How Gatekeeper did know? Because he knows so much Because he kind of keeping tabs on what was... Because he yeah. kind of said, I'll be watching, listening, yeah. whatever, so... I'm not sure exactly how they know, but the, yeah, Ebenezer it, and the Gatekeeper sh- show up to come and, like, pick his, like, almost dead body off the ground and take him home. Yeah, and you kind of assuming they probably ended up back on the docks or something, like, I guess, since that was the, you know, kind of dropped him off where they started or something, but it does, it does make you kind of wonder a little bit, like, yeah, and I mean, again, Matt very easily could have sent yeah, a, sent a messenger you know, easily. And whatever. And we don't know how long Harry was laying here in a daze. Yeah, I mean, obviously not forever, because it's still it's sort of building them all, but... This precedence has been very much set where he, like, passes out and wakes up in his bed later going, Fainting what princess. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. Aurora, <laughs> fainting fain- princess. <laughs> Last fainting princess. He just had the hell beat out of him. And then, you know. Still, he passes out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because he is always pushed to the edge, but yes. How many concussions can one man have until, like, Permanent brain damage. Yeah, right? Sam is all over yes. with him. Yeah. Beyond the, 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 you made way too smart decisions in battle. The amount of hits you've had over the last 20 years. <laughs> right? Again, it's that fancy, you know, fairy healing and wizard yeah. powers. You know, <laughs> Leah's just like, let me just fix some of that brain damage while Seriously. I close this pad on your head because you're going to need it, boy. Yeah, something <laughs> wrong with you right now. <laughs> I want you to be a hound, but I want you to be a smart hound. <laughs> you, know? it's like, you need to do more Until than just then. lay there and drool, but. So, so yeah, he so, does wake up with Billy by his side, and Billy lets Harry know that Meryl died, but she didn't regret her choice. Yeah. And that the, the alphas are pretty banged up, but they're all alive and mostly well. <laughs> yes, he's he's a little bit proud. He's like, yeah, we, we took it on the gin, but he's like, we did all come out of it more or less in one piece. And, what, so 100, nice. 150, yeah, 155 stitches between the lot of us, which is, you know, for 12 Sizable. people. I mean, you know, 12 by 12 is 144, so that's like at least a minimum of a dozen each, and you know, some of them were, so yeah, that's, uh... I love that he's so proud of that. Yeah. He's just, just right, he's just like, the we fact that it. every one he's of like, them made it out of a fairy that's, war. That's when exactly... Dresden is, or, sorry, when Butcher is known to just start, like, Game of Thrones style, just, just start cutting <laughs> off the ones who don't have names, like... Yeah, right, and a lot of alphas don't, exactly. Um, but just that, that... We didn't just sit there and get, you know what I mean? It's like we took our lumps, too. Exactly. Like, we all were part of that. (laughs) You know, it's like we all came out bruised and battered, but we all came out. So, yeah. Dresden notices the place is clean and the laundry is done, but it wasn't Billy this time. And he's like, oh, shit, you cleaned up? He's like, you know, I took a shower and got dressed in clean clothes. Wait a minute, I had clean clothes? (laughs) (laughs) Billy's like, "Mm, nummy. This is not my apartment. (laughs) It's impeccable. Even his weapons are attended to. Uh, Went over to the alcove with the stove, sink, and icebox. The icebox was an old-fashioned one that was stocked. Stocked actual ice 
given my problem with electricity. So hey, we've we've corrected the refrigerator comment from the last book. It's it's not a fridge. I know. It's an icebox. I, I do so because again, he's established that right from the start. I feel like that was more. Yeah, you just, just forgot for one book. Translation uh, issue. Well, translate. Or I feel again just that use of you know instead of like icebox, 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 icebox. You know, an icebox, a fridge, my cooler. That you know, I just feel like it was maybe Switch up just, the monotony. You know, make sure people know what I'm talking about. Like my equivalent of a fridge. You know, I don't know, but yes. <laughs> His his ice powered ice. Box. I can't believe we never had like funny. a we're not in Kansas anymore. Toto joke the whole book. You could have said that to Billy like a hundred times when you went up to ferry. Could have, oh. but that's the same point that Billy makes in a bit here too. Almost. So yeah, so he's still so yeah. So then he hears a knock at the door, and Billy comes to tell him that there's visiting dignitaries or whatever, and he's still. Like moving around his apartment, going well. Like you know, as he comes out to the main I died room, and somebody like, made a clerical error, and this is heaven. <laughs> like he's lifting up the rugs and seeing that the floor is clean underneath, and he, and, and yeah, Billy's eventually like, um, hello, <laughs> you know, like heads of state, you wanna? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love he's like too, and he's like when he first says, he's like, oh, the new the, the winter lady and nightish. He's like. They looking for trouble. He's like, just come out and me, you know. But again, Justin's like, fuck what and what now? Like, what are you gonna, you know? Yeah, but uh, summer lady and the night are Lily and Fix. Yeah. Aurora's power went into Lily because of the night's power already in her, so, and she again, had not chosen and is technically uh, still, still mortal, mortal at this point, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. And again, you have to assume because again, you know, with having their nice little t- hillside top hill top divided off from everybody else is that exactly it didn't really give much of an opportunity for that to go anywhere else you know you don't know how far away anybody else was but exactly it was like basically the only two humans on the hill were uh lily and fix <laughs> that weren't already were lily and dresden lily fix and dresden when the power fix was not inside this i'm just saying oh inside the circle no. yes but I'm, I'm, saying. I'm saying on top of all of the cloud whatever no 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 yes that weren't already assigned to a place then it doesn't include dresden because yes. dresden was already I'm assigned to winter sorry fine yes i just meant oh, within yeah. that let me finish my sentence yeah well then say it correctly because <laughs> yeah, you're not jumping in options for but it yes, to go places there yeah there wasn't really anywhere for it to go and again like you say with with already having the you know it, it drew that like to like like he said, you know, normally would go back to the queens to that. So it was like, well, the only other thing here like me is this. Right. So she ended up with both. And I do find it interesting because they did, they sort of touched on this before. Like when he's figuring it out, he's like, okay, so how does the, the mantle transfer? And the mothers are like, um, it goes back to the nearest queen and she chooses the next, right? So it's interesting that, I, like, because I can fully understand, like, okay, you're right. That's where, you know, again, like magnets snapping together or like whatever. Like attracts like, yeah. Like attracts like. But that Lily then got to choose. You know, it wasn't like Titania came along and was like, okay, here's where the next, you know, and it's funny because Map sort of makes the joke when she finds out, when he confirmed, when Harry confirms that Lloyd is with Aurora, and she's like, well, that's the last time I let Maeve hire the help. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's kind of interesting because it's like, apparently it's, it's, it's a choice, but not a choice. You know what I mean? It's like whoever's there and whoever gathers it up, they get to impart it to the next. So for whatever reason that Maeve killed the last night or was there when the last night was killed, that obviously it went to Maeve. And that's why, you know, she was able to choose and, and give it to Lloyd. And the fact that Lily picks it, the fact that Lily doesn't know anything about this, isn't even a fairy, certainly doesn't know about the fairy. But I mean, again, we start this off with Meryl being like, she's not very good at looking after herself. Like, I live with her because... 
she just can't make it on her own. Can't make it on her own. She needs her, you know what I mean? And now it's like, now you're a queen of fairy. Okay, go ahead and choose the, you know yeah, what right? I mean? It's not like Titania's like, let me just do this for you. You know, it's like, eh, she's got the power. She gets to put it where she wants. And they got to stick with it. But yes, fix. she, and that's Fix, which is a brilliant decision, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, we know what Fix is. And we're like, hey, and it's our only buddy. Left. Meryl died. Ace fucking ace uh betrayer yeah ace was a traitor and and so yeah and he was the one that he was there with meryl to save her and you know and then i do i like this too and he's like well it works for me he's like he already kicked the winter's winter night's ass right and she's like what and i love how he does like the little like i swear he like scuffed his shucks it's very cute (laughs) i know you're like oh well that's perfect now lily she does thank dresden for helping her and saving her life but not only does she do that she offers him a safe place if he ever needs it and do will do what she can which is a big deal getting a a guarantee like you got a favor from from a a summer lady like that yeah that's a big trump card right there this is huge yeah this is no peanuts kind of a thing this is like a major marker. He yeah, he call. didn't have to sell his soul at all. I know. <laughs> He's like, no other extra bargains and whatever. Um, They're still getting used to the little fairy thing. Yeah, and he still tries to do, you know, she's like, oh, I can't thank you enough, you know, because she's like, oh, she's like, you know, I owe you my life. He's like, oh, you don't owe me anything. He's like, I, apparently I just do it on reflex, which I'm like, oh, that's nothing. You've been doing it on reflex since the very first book where you said you reflexively say, you know, oh, even Monica. though they hate it. Um, and then he's like, oh, you know, she just hired me and did it. And I'm like, well, then it's not on reflex if you were doing it because you were getting paid, Harry. So which is it? Either you do it on reflex or you do it because you're chivalrous or you do it because you're moral. It's called expressions, do- <laughs> okay? Chill. Well, quit mixing them up and mashing them together. That's what you do. Uh, but I am not a paid professional like Justin. I don't know. Shut up, Jessica. <laughs> Nobody asked you. I only do it because I'm tongue-tied in my... Tongue-tied. So, so Fix lets Harry know that he had the brownies clean up and that he fixed the beetle. Yeah! So that's it. So yeah, it was like very cool where she's like, I just sent some brownies in to right. fix up your... And apparently they do a fantastic job. And it's Real cute good. because when he's discussing it too, it makes sense because he's like, there's a new like litter box that's like made out of like a fresh pine and like Mr.'s food bowls are made. You know, so it's all this like all natural organic organic, right like fairies are not like another cheap plastic box and like no it's like you know quality shit high quality homemade handmade well i think this is probably one of the first times that we actually see him ahead of the game do well at the end of something yes come on maybe the big giant gold nugget which we know he well he he wrecked that one he blew on medical bills on the beetle or something like that yeah but yes, exactly. It's one of the few benefits where it's like his place got clean. I mean, again, it was the worst it's ever been, you know. But again, he's referred to being a bachelor before. So, well, his place was probably moderately, you know, not like a complete pigsty. Obviously, you know, bachelor land with, you know, Coke and SpaghettiOs and coffee cups, he needed you know. The help. He did. So it's like now it's just like, yeah, it's like such a huge scrub down deep clean on his apartment, you know. It's, just, it's hard when something gets so overwhelmed like that. Like when it's you getting out. Out of it is just so yeah much. been there done that too when you actually get to that point of letting it. And, and, and it shows how much support he has yeah 
Yeah, and it's like they even like restock like the cupboard and the fridge and stuff. So I was like, he's even actually got some food now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they left so, him in a good spot. I was gonna say, I don't know <laughs> how much because he didn't really make a whole lot of money this this go round. I was just gonna <laughs> say, I'm like, I don't know how much of that thousand dollar retainer he has left after having to, you know, get cab rides and Box this and cutters. that and but you know what I mean. <laughs> and he's right? definitely not gonna get paid out for the rest and of it. And he's dead. I promise you, triple, quadruple. You know what? We'll make it ten <laughs> times now because I'm. But yeah, exactly right. He's not getting the rest. He never got any money off Mavs. So, yeah, all of that. And then he's got this big fat. um, So then, so yeah, so he actually invites them, which is funny. You realize then that they've had this whole entire conversation in the doorway because then he invites them in and they sit and they chat and they visit, which is great. And it's cool. But I'm like, again, maybe this is just me and I haven't learned how to be an adult yet. Um, but I'm like, okay, he kind of knows Fix, but I'm like, this is literally the first time he's ever had a conversation with Lily. Like, they weren't talking up on that hill. They were busy but they bonded being, by being saved. Still, the queen shows up at your doorstep. you got to invite him. Yeah. I guess, but what are you going to sit and talk? And, you know, he's like, oh, we had a nice chat. They seem like good kids. I'm like, well, Fix seems awful. Like, I mean, again, maybe he's a little bit more, you know, uh, uh, I, you know, dealt with Dresden a little bit. You know, maybe he's over some of that. And a now he's afraid. got all this now fancy got power. power. Yeah, that he's a little bit more confident, but it's just, I'm like, if this was somebody I'd never met. Maybe Lily's very chatty. Maybe, I don't know, but it's just, it's funny. I'm just like, if this was me, I'm like, I might feel that obligation. I'm like, I'm not saying I don't understand, but I'm just like, it would be so awkward. I don't know what I would talk about with these people. But anyway, so they do take their leave and Elaine shows up and lets him know that she's leaving. She's no longer beholden to Summer with Aurora's death. Honestly though, imagine you get the ship kicked out of you. Everything sucks and you wake up and knock, 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 knock. I'm like, Fuck off. Oh, I just woke up from like a three-day coma. Can you all just like give me a minute? Actually, we have to wrap this book up, so, so we're all coming today. So my problem with this, you should be happy, Jessica, because mostly they all are with like Elaine's thing. So I don't know why you keep fighting me every time Sorry, I what? come up with a problem on something. So <coughs> It's just such, such a nit- nitpicker. It is. So when she first shows up at his apartment and she says, I'm in trouble, I ran to summer, Titania is making me, I, I owe my life to Titania if I don't do this. So he's like, hey, did Summer hold up their end of the bargain? And she's like, well, technically I owed it all to Aurora anyway, so whether I whether she's going to quibble, whether I paid or not, it's a moot point. I'm like, yes, that's so Titania. you didn't know anything to Titania? So it wasn't the whole time? Maybe she was just saying that to raise the stakes and make Harry care more, though. Right? This is the thing, right? I was like, did you flip somewhere and change who was? Or was it, again, just to make him more involved? Or was yeah. it, again, you just trying to make it sound more like... Which should have used it Oh, uh, she might not know, you know, like, he might not know who all... Which, apparently, he didn't know who all the players were in summer, because he didn't know there was three queens, you know. But maybe she was just like, oh, you know, same way, like, when you talk about people to your, you know, you don't bother, like, explaining your best friend's son's wife. To, you're just like, Joe said this or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of funny. I was like, right. you made this whole big deal about whole Summer and Titania and whatever, and you were going to be dead. Now you're like, oh, well, it was Aurora anyway. She's dead. I'm good. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> I, mm. Elaine does address um, Susan and tells Harry to stop feeling sorry for himself. You were living in a sewer, Harry. I understand that there's something you're blaming yourself for. I'm just guessing at the details, but it's pretty clear you were driving yourself into the ground because of it. Get over it. You aren't going to do her any good as a living mildew collection. Stop thinking about how bad you feel because she cares about you at all. If, if she cares about you at all, it would tear her up to see you like I saw you a few days ago. Say, like, like, I advice. saw this place a few days ago. Yeah. yeah, so she's yeah. probably wondering, how well did you get this cleaned up? And you gotta wonder too, like, so... I sort of maybe guess Fairy's all mystical, but exactly. I'm like, Harry apparently has been out for like a couple of days at least. I can't remember. But Billy says, you know, he slept for like a day and a half or two or three days or whatever it is. 
and suddenly they so I'm like okay I could kind of maybe see them have again they've had brownies in to tidy up the apartment maybe she left one like hey let me know when Harry's conscious or something but then Elaine magically knows I'm like or has she been coming by every day to see if you know what I mean I was like how come all these people suddenly know like you've been out for three days and now everybody's gonna now everybody's gonna show up when you're magically awake and alert again and, you know but but yes she saw the chaos and the carnage and now it's all doopty doo and he's just like romantic advice from you yeah yeah I know but trust me on this <laughs> well and he needs to hear it yeah he'll probably be more likely to listen to it from her being what her her status was at one point yeah like, I mean as much as anything else but yeah I just, I was like, I just get that sort of extra dig in there like really you're you know like okay so I only tried to kill you like half a dozen times Harry it's it's fine it's cool just, I, just get over your shit buddy just, I didn't just get over mean it. any of it yeah <laughs> And then, like you said, a book that actually ends on a high note for once. Mm-hmm. So he goes, yeah, because Billy had mentioned that they're going to have this get-together with everybody tonight. Pizza now that everybody's out of, out of the hospital and everything like that. And lo and behold, Harry actually shows up. Because this is the thing. He's like, I hung out with you, you know, because Billy's like, you never come out and do anything with us. You know, at the beginning, he's like, I went to that football, yeah, football oh. game. He's like, yeah, it was in January. It's June, right? So it's like, obviously, right, they've been trying and doing and he hasn't. So here he's like, okay, you know, finally has had enough go on. Um, you know, his head knocked around enough literally and figuratively that, you know, he's been pulled out of that. Basically, you know, if somebody finally made him get up out of his basement and go into the real world and he suddenly sort of realized everything that he's been blocking out and missing and on kind of goes, shit, yeah, I got a, my place was a mess, I was a mess, my life, my business, right? Right. So, uh... And they do start gaming and Dresden requests Fuse, for those of you uh, like me that had to look this up. It's a barbarian character sheet that he asked for. Barbarian! Yes. Yes. And and Harry does address that this is better than being locked in the lab. And to me, this is confirmation of him actually starting the healing process. Gross! It is, right? Well, this is like you say, when you first suddenly come out and take a look around and realize, like... Holy shit, I have, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly, right? Like, we've all had those, whether it's like a day or a week or a month or, a, you know, just a certain situation on the side or whatever, right? But it's like once you finally start to get some perspective from it and, and remove from it a second, you start to go, whoa, I, yeah, something needs to be done or whatever, right? So, yeah, the healing process, the realization, the, you know, he's finally taken a step back from being in the middle of it to realize just how low he was and, and, and what. And uh, he is starting to move on, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there is a silver lining in the distance. There is a silver lining. And this is, to me, speaks a little bit to what you were just saying about the Kansas and Toto, right? Is that Barry's, Barry, <laughs> Billy is like, you know what? Like, the one thing, like, all these fairies and queens and, you know, nobody quoted old Billy Shakespeare, not even once. And it's true because Mab and Titania and that are the names that... Shakespeare from. used for you know he like, created them. he created those so though you know what I mean it's I mean we've got a million different things you know people all like to create their own names for stuff but it's like no he was taking it from there so a very specific nod to you know and that I was like yeah he's like we did have this whole thing like this whole summer's night's dream was the whole and nobody ever you know and Harry's just like what <laughs> you know like he just this is like and they laugh this is your takeaway yeah, right he's kind of like this is your takeaway from all of this is that shake like all this mess and mayhem and running for our lives you're like nobody stopped and brought up like shakespeare <laughs> you know so many so, missed opportunities so many missed opportunities so then he has to end it on you know right he's like lord what fools these mortals be 
So yes, it was, and while well, you ingest the eat, drink, and be merry. But yeah, I love how he kind of picks the barbarian too, because he's like, I, just, I don't want to think, I don't want to plant, I just mindless barbarian. Hit, hit, Let hit. me just, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to be a wizard. I don't want to plan spells and think about how to get, he's like, let me just smash, smash. let me just Hulk smash and just, right, that will be my <laughs> role tonight, right. you know, right. and... But yeah, so... Do, do you ladies have any um, overall wrapping up thoughts on the book? Oh, probably lots, but they've all... I really do love Summer Night. It is a That's really a good, good book. And it it's holds up. so it's fast, really enjoyable, fast, yeah. fast. we got so much to do, so much to see. Here's some motherfucking lore. Yeah, right. And a good chunk of lore that we didn't... Like, it's not rehashing any lore. Like, this is a whole other side of the world. Yeah, he's only right. touched on fairies and things before. Now we're yeah. sort of doing the deep dive into it. And it, even for a deep dive... <clears throat> There will still be more to explore and more to be revealed and more to come with, but, you know. <laughs> As Mav is threatened. <laughs> As may, yeah. This concludes our episode 9.23, The Unraveling. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 